0: Now broadcasting from the next-gen conservative studio in sunny South Florida, bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield.
1: Well, hello there, folks, and welcome to the Whitfield Report. And, uh, yeah, folks, this is why I don't usually go live on a, a Monday afternoon because, uh, right as I was uh, getting ready to go live about an hour ago, uh, I got a phone call re- uh, from my doctor regarding some uh, paperwork for a, a wheelchair that I'm, uh, you know, trying to get. So, Uh, yes, as Max said in chat a while ago, I am in fact light and disabled. Um, but anyway. Uh, anyway, welcome to the, uh, show. And, um, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't planning on going live today, uh, in all honesty. I I was debating whether or not to do this as a, uh, just a video or as a, uh, you know, live stream. Uh, I was originally just going to do this as a video, but then I figured, you know, I haven't been live in a couple weeks, so I figured I would do it live, but anyway, uh, here I am. So anyway. Um where have I been the last few weeks? Uh let's just start there. Uh as some of you may know, um <laughs> about two weeks ago my uh grandfather passed away at the age of eighty-eight. Eight. Um he was a good man and I miss him. And uh, he was one of the people who I wouldn't really necessarily say inspired me to start the, the program, but he was an early supporter of the show, an early supporter of the uh, Whitfield Report. And. Uh, you know, he was a very smart uh guy. He he was in the uh air force for uh you know for uh probably a good fifteen years that I know of at least I would say. And then he uh went into the private sector and uh worked for several uh you know very successful companies of his own very successful companies uh, doing media and human resources um, so and then he uh, he had some ventures of his own that he uh, you know was successful with as well. So he was very entrepreneurial and very smart and uh, you know on top of that he just gave me some great advice. And, uh, you know, was just a big influence on my life. And, um, you know, I I guess when he when he passed, uh, you know, that's kind of the funny thing. Um, When he first passed, I didn't initially. uh, You know, I mean, I was sad, but. I figured. Well, he's you know he's eight eight. That's a long time uh, for anyone to live. He had he had a good uh, long life, and so you know at first I wasn't really grieving all that much uh, when he passed. Um, but then uh, the following, you know, the next couple days that the Sunday after he died was when he uh, was when we uh, went in to to see his body. And that was the first time, ladies and gentlemen, I had actually seen like an actual uh, real life, you know, deceased person. Uh, You know, I, I've been in, Situations before where I, I've i been to funerals, um, and you know, and more services as a kid for like great aunts and whatnot, and for my other great grandfather on my dad's side. But you know, in those ca- cases, either the casket was either closed or the person was already cremated, right? So I had never seen an actual uh, dead body at that point. And, um, you know, I, I thought I would kind of be, uh, you know, I, I didn't really know what to think. I thought I would be, you know, unnerved by it. And it, I wasn't, he looked very peaceful when I was able to say goodbye to, uh, you know, him and I was able to thank him for, everything that he had done in terms of, uh, you know, influencing me and, um, just supporting me. And so, uh, you know, it it was emotional when I said goodbye to him. Um, but, you know, after that I decided it would kind of be a good idea to, uh, take some time and kind of, uh, re, you know, just take some time to grieve, take some time off, and really, uh, you know, just be there for my family. And obviously, I miss him and I am grieving for him. But the other thing, uh, too, is this was my mom's dad. And this is the first parent that she's lost uh my grandmother's still alive and so you know i'm i'm sad because i lost my grandmother but i'm also sad because uh my mom has lost her dad and it's it's one thing to uh you know to look at your mom or your dad as your parent right but it's another thing to look uh at them as individuals and children themselves, so to speak and so it's been very emotional for her and I just wanted to be there for her and, you know, uh, I just felt it would be best to take some time off from the show to do that as well. So, uh, you know, I I took a hiatus from the show uh, for the past two weeks. Um, and then uh, a few things happen in regards to the show uh well i was gone and uh there have been some changes which i am now going to uh announce for the show so uh you know one of the things that i i've been asked over the past couple weeks um even going back into late january is uh you know there there have been people who have noticed that um apex gamma uh my co-host has been absent from the show for the past few weeks and i i've gotten a lot of uh tweets and dms uh about apex apex gamma and uh, where has Apex gamma been? that's that's been one of the primary uh, you know questions that I've been asked. and so um, you know I want I want to kind of clear things up with that real quick. Um, so Apex and I are still you know in in close contact. We are, we're still good friends. nothing has happened on that uh, front. But, um, we did an episode last Tuesday, I believe, um, where we talked about the, uh, about the black, the black on black violence with the black cops beating up that, uh, you know, guy at the traffic stop that happened in um oh geez, I wanted to say it happened in uh, Memphis that incident um, we did a show on that uh, which I know some of you guys caught but um after that stream, Apex and I had a conversation and uh you know just to be blunt and kind of be honest with you um apex told me that he feels that he needs to take uh some time off from the show and um and this is more in the sense of that he ha- that he has uh, some stuff that he has to uh, deal with on his own he's had some personal issues of his own that he wants to work through uh, i don't want to discuss the specifics of that but um you know he's had he's had his fair share of challenges over the past few years and um i've always told him that you know, personal matters and family matters come first before the show. And that if he needed to, uh, you know, take some time for himself, that that would be, you know, that I completely understand. And so he feels that he needs to do that. Um, and, so, and so, you know, in a roundabout way, Apex, I guess, for the time being, has left the show um, just because he has felt that that's the best, uh, you know, thing for him right now. And I support that Um, if he, he, you know, wants to come back at some point and do the show, I'm always happy to have him back. Um, but you know, the man's got to do what he's got to do and I fully support him in whatever he decides to do next. So, you know, I, I wish him the best of luck in his, uh, future ventures and, you know, maybe he'll, maybe he'll pop on from time to time. Um, but you know, I didn't want people thinking that like I had pulled, like, a Steven Crowder or something and just, you know, canned his ass or something like that, because that wasn't the case. This was kind of something that he had been thinking about for a while. Um, and so, you know, he told me that he just needed to do his own thing, and I, you know, support him with that. Um, so... You know, he decided to, uh, you know, take some time for himself, and then, uh, Akaba Insomnia, my other co-host, uh, pretty much the next day, uh, kind of told me the same thing, uh, more or less. So I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of a bit of a doozy to, uh, to lose two co-hosts in about a, a forty-hour, uh, you know, time stream. But the thing with Akaba is. Uh, I initially brought Ackbar onto the Whitefield Report because he was the co-host of, uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Vicious, uh, which was Mr. Vickers' podcast, and I mean, he still is, and at the time I brought him on, uh, the Vickers had just gotten swatted, and they weren't really sure if they were going to be doing a, a podcast in the future. Um, and so my whole thing is, well, the Vickers might have been, uh, you know, they might be out of the podcast game for a while, but Akaba still has, you know, talent. He's still a a good podcaster. And so (coughs) I invited him on to, you know, continue his gaming segment, uh, you know, on my show, which he did. And part of that was because I think he, you know, I think he's really good at what he does. Part of it too was uh, I wanted to kind of annoy the uh you know the <laughs> the uh the the vickers a bit uh, and whatnot. and I, I think I we both kind of succeeded in that um but Akamo told me that he recently that you know he's been very busy just with his uh job and He doesn't have time to do two podcasts, um, you know, so he is still doing the good, the bad and the vicious and you can still catch him over there. Uh, He may guest appear on here every once in a while, but, um, you know, he, uh, you know, he's doing his thing, I, I guess, too. And uh he also works in the gate in the video game industry, which can be very uh intense. So yeah, you can uh, you can still catch him on the good, the bad, and the vicious podcast, and I highly recommend there. I'm on there a lot uh these days myself. Uh I wouldn't really say I'm I'm a co-host over there, but I am a frequent rotating uh guest, let's say. So uh you know, that's that. So, uh, you know, for right now, I'm in a sense, I'm doing the show solo. Uh, but also I now have a new producer, uh, that's kind of helping me with the show. And that is, uh, the infamous, uh, king of the cringe coffee house, uh, Mr. Max Sand, who is a mod uh, on the channel. And, uh, w- what's funny is, uh, about a year ago or so ago, uh, I interviewed Jack Pierce, uh, aka Johnny Fox, aka Falco Punch 64. Uh, who, believe it or not, was one of the guests that Apex uh, Gamma had initially booked for me. And uh, at one point during the uh, interview, which you can find on this channel and elsewhere, uh, Jack or Johnny Fox or uh, Falco Punch, what whatever you want to call him, uh, made the point to bring up this random guy uh, named Max Sand, who I didn't know who he was. I did not know who Max Sand was two ways from Sunday at the time. but uh you know, Jack decided to tell me what a piece of shit this uh, Max Sand guy was. and it was kind of out of left field. It, it was like uh, it was like, you know, Jack was mentioning someone who I hadn't even heard of, and so it didn't mean anything to me at the time. and then I can't remember how I found uh Max, but I you know he and I crossed paths, and I'm like, oh, you're the guy who uh Jack was talking shit about, and you know, we got to talking, and Max is a great guy, and you know now we're friends, and uh you know, he's been on the show before too, so. A lot of you guys do know who he is i just kind of find it funny that i uh, i found my producer kind of or my new producer uh through a guy who was talking mad shit uh about him just a year ago um so yeah that's uh I I I don't know I find that amusing of sorts so uh you know, Max Land is going to be producing uh, the show rather helping uh, along with Shmuley, who uh, Shmuley is going to be producing and slash co-hosting on occasion in the future. And honestly, I don't, I have to be honest. I don't know that much about Shmooly, uh about Shmuley's life. Like personally, I know that, Schmooly is a fellow Florida man, which I really appreciate, but Schmooli is a mystery to me in a sense, and he's kind of the, he's kind of a mystery to uh to all of us, even Max. Nobody knows who Schmooly uh is fully, except for Schmooly himself, and uh, you know, there's something. Charming about that, I guess. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's, he's, I wouldn't say he's exactly like Mr. Mediker, but he kind of has some of that like sly, mischievous, like, uh, you know, internet, uh, irreverent type humor that Medicare has. And, uh, you know, I like him. So he's also helped to, uh, you know, he has, off. Op- he has also offered to help produce the show so that will be interesting and so that's kind of the new uh cast so to speak uh for the show uh and then during the uh and then also during my hiatus um I ran a poll on Twitter uh, in which I asked, should I change the uh, the air date of the Whitfield report? Um, and long story short, the answer was an overwhelming uh, yes. Uh, 75% of you said I should change the show from uh saturday to another day during the week let me try and find that poll if i can here it's buried on my timeline uh going back a few weeks probably um but yeah so long story short i uh i changed the i've decided to change the show schedule uh, which I'd kind of been toying around with for a while. Um, but this poll kind of confirmed it for me. Um, you know i've I've been doing the show on Saturday for years and years, and part of that had to do with back when I started uh, you know, podcasting, I was in high school. And Saturday was kind of the only day I had free to do that. uh, Saturday and then Sunday. Back when I used to do a Sunday show, Um, so I did a, I did do a saturday a uh, you know Sunday show, but then I changed it to Saturday when I moved to uh, Florida, and that worked well for a while, uh, in some aspects, but. As of like the past two or three years, I would say, if I'm being honest. Uh, I mean, Saturday Saturdays aren't really that good of a day to post videos or do live streams on YouTube in general. I've noticed that that's where content, uh, you know. Saturday is the day where YouTube content just in general uh, kind of goes to die, right? And so I've been thinking about changing the the day in which the, the live stream show airs. Um, and when I ran the poll, which I'm still trying to find, uh, damn, I, I tweet a lot. Actually, I didn't realize I tweet so much. Um, a lot of people were suggesting that I um, that I move the show to Wednesdays and do uh, Whitfield Wednesdays, and I kind of like that. So, uh, for right now, at least, my my new idea. Is to uh, is to do the live show on Wednesdays at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's kind of when I'm thinking of doing the show. Is on Wednesday nights. Um, so the new schedule is going to be as follows: uh, Monday, I'm going to do a pre-recorded show. Just kind of where I read the news and uh, catch up on some of the stuff from the weekend, if there was anything relevant, uh, and do a and do a uh, you know kind of like a Tim Pool style. Let's read the news and headlines show on Mondays, uh, except I'm not going to be gay and wear a beanie like Tim Pool does. It'll be like Tim Poole's, uh daily stream, but way better, um, I'm hoping. Um, so that'll be Mondays, and I'll post that probably in the afternoons. Uh, Wednesday nights will be the live stream show. Uh, and then Fridays, I've got to be honest, I'm not really sure what uh, I'm going to do on Fridays yet because... Uh, there are a few shows on Friday night that I actually pop into. Uh, one of them is the MF for cocktail lounge, uh, which is hosted by my good friend, Matt from Fellball productions. And uh, I pop in there a lot on Friday night. So feel free to, uh, you know, pop in and say hi when I'm there too. Um, but, you know, Friday is kind of going to be like, I want to do something on Friday. I'm just not sure what yet. Uh, I might do a live show, like guess, on Wednesdays. Can't do that. A few people have recommended I do a, a call-in show then. Um, but Friday is kind of TBD at this point, to be determined, um, I guess. So, uh, just to kind of recap, Mondays are going to be the... Uh, you know, a pre-recorded show, that'll be a, that'll be a shorter show, uh, with the exception of today, um, Wednesdays will be the live show, and then Fridays will be TBD, um, the one exception might be, like, I might skip the Monday show, if, like, a State of the Union thing happens on, like, Tuesday, or, Uh, You know, if there's like an election night or something on Tuesday and obviously we'll we'll do a live stream on the Tuesday night of, you know, whenever the election is going on and do a whole panel then. But for the most part, like with a few exceptions, the show should be on uh, Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And that way, it'll also give me a time to, uh, you know, interview uh, people and be a little bit more flexible with uh with those people as well, because one of the other things too is I've had a lot of guests who I've asked to come on the show uh, over the years. And I've had a lot of people who have said that they'd like to come on the show, but that they don't want to do, uh, you know, Saturday either because it's their time off or, or because they've got kids and they just can't do it or, Whatever the reason may be, Saturdays just do not work out. So we're kind of changing the schedule a bit so that it works out better for the guests and whatnot. So hopefully this will all work out. Um, I'm kind of excited for the schedule change, if I'm being honest. And uh, I'm happy to get my Saturday day nights back. So that I can, uh, you know, uh, like, if I'm being honest, honestly, I can watch movies and play, uh, you know, video games like every other 20-something on a Saturday. Because, uh, guess what? I'm lazy like the rest of you people, too. I I like to do absolutely nothing on the weekends. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, anyway, in regards to what has been going on, uh, in the news and on the internet, um, oh boy, where do I start, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because there has been shit that's, uh, occurred while I've been gone, And so, I do want to go over a few of those things just real quick. Uh, In regards to the State of the Union, uh, I did not watch it because that was was like the week right after my grandpa died. And, I mean, honestly, when you're going through a period of grieving... uh, do you really need to watch like a a a blither i mean my my grandfather did not like joe biden and so what am i am i going to uh you know waste time uh hearing the old man shout at clouds um you know it, it just And from what I've heard, like, I really didn't miss much, uh, from, uh, the, the Joe Biden speech, um, at all. Uh, so yeah, I skipped the state of the union and from what everybody told me, I didn't really miss anything. So, uh, you know, I don't really have anything to say about the the state of the union speech other than, uh. You know, this is Biden's America, I guess. And welcome uh, to that, I guess. So, uh, the Ethan Ralph stuff. um, Well, I mean, I've covered a lot of that on the good, the bad and the vicious. Um, So, I don't have anything to say on on that front, other than, uh, you know, Ralph is a degenerate and, uh, you know, needs to get help, but he won't because he's a narcissist and, uh, you know, he's going to be a and uh, well, he never stops hollering anyway, but, um, you know, i guess nothing new on that front uh the only thing i guess is really kind of newsworthy is uh that i guess in terms of internet localism is uh owen benjamin um who honestly folks i haven't covered in years on this channel um and honestly there's there's really no point in me covering uh Owen at this point except uh for this um I did see that he got his uh Twitter I did see that he got his Twitter uh account back um people kept uh you know, notifying me that it was back and uh, whatnot. And um, yeah. So, initially, ladies and gentlemen, I was going to say that I honestly have no problem with Owen getting his uh, account back um, because I kind of like the idea that uh, Elon Musk kind of wants to wipe the slate clean, uh, and reinstate previously banned accounts and, uh, give them a chance for, I guess, redemption or, uh, better behavior or what have you. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you are about to see, um, As you are about to see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Owen, if I can get the uh, thing to work here, folks, uh, he decided to... uh, Owen decided, ladies and gentlemen, to, uh, block my ass, as they say, and, uh, yeah, not much else to, uh, say in regards to that. Uh, Owen Benjamin blocks me before I could, uh, you know, welcome him back, uh, onto Twitter, and, uh, which I kind of find funny, considering that I haven't inter- interacted with him in nearly, uh, you know, like I haven't interacted with him in for the better part of four years, almost. And uh, I haven't talked about him really on this channel um, since probably about like 2019, I would say. So it, it's it's been a while. Um, and the funny thing is when he had initially gotten his Twitter be- account banned the first time I, uh, you know, I was still friendly with him back then. So, um, you know, there was no reason for him to be hostile at all to me then. Obviously the whole, uh, gummy incident happened, you know, just a few months later, and that's kind of where my beef started with him. And uh, you know, to be fair, I I did spend two years kind of a logging Owen, but for the past like two or three years, I really haven't inter- interacted with Owen, and so there was no reason for me to block him. Uh And in fact, I would have welcomed him. I would have welcomed him back on. Um, Uh, Twitter and uh, you know maybe offered him a spot on the show even Uh, I don't know but the man has since blocked me so um, that is that and yeah there's not much else Really, for me to say on that, um, I really don't pay much attention to Owen at all these days. Uh, couldn't tell you what he's up to if a gun were held to my head. Um, I have zero clue what he's doing these days. I, I assume that he's probably still being a locale and doing something weird. But, uh, you know, I... I, you know, I never intended really to, like, hurt him or, you know, anything with him. I just... My whole thing was I was upset that he um, doxed one of my friends and uh, whatnot. So... Uh, anyway, Um, okay. I I just got some mail, I guess, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I don't have anything to say about Owen. Um, Other than, I guess he's back on Twitter. So that's that. And, uh, yeah. Other than that, I can't really think of anything that's going on on the internet, uh, or in politics that really needs to be, uh, you know, be brought up. I do know that there is that train spill that happened, uh, in Ohio. But honestly, I'm not worried about that. There, there's like a lot of speculation that that train was full of nuclear waste or something like that. But I'm not sure about that. In honesty, what's really going on. So anyway, yeah. At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that just to wrap about wraps up for the show today. I just wanted to make those announcements, clarify some things for you, announce the new start time and whatnot. And uh, yeah. So anyway, I hope uh, that everything is going well for you guys. uh, and, uh, what not? Shout out in the chat, uh, on the YouTube side for uh, Max Sand, Genius Anus, Top Feed Coco, uh, Saucin, Timmy, uh, and, uh, Genius Anus. And apparently on the YouTube end, it says that the stream is no longer, um, is
0: the stream live or, huh?
1: Oh. Oh wow. Huh. Did the channel get taken down? Is that what I'm seeing here? That is weird. Alrighty folks, well, that's a bit of an odd uh twist. But uh at any rate, I want to thank you for tuning into the Whitfield Report and uh excited for the new show lineup. Uh things should be going good ahead in the future, hopefully. Uh From all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good afternoon. God bless. Gods of this great nation. God, freedom, I can see in that order, and I'll see you on the next show.
0: Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless. God save this great nation. And God, freedom, legacy. In that order.